looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And congratulations, <laughs> Lindsay. Everything else. Congratulations, Lindsay. Everything congratulations. Else? Wait, why? What'd I do? Because your best friend got engaged to Demi Lovato. <laughs> your best friend. All right. The guy that I met at the podcast. <laughs> He follows fast. you on Twitter. I know he follows a lot of people on Twitter, but that was fa- <laughs> it was that's great. I'm so happy for her and him. But I mean, she says at Max Eric, I knew I loved you the moment I met you. It was something I can't describe to anyone who hasn't experienced it firsthand. But luckily, you did too. Aww. Is this the opposite of a core divorce, like a core engagement? Like I like that. I like that we're having like balance. You know, if mm-hmm. you spend a lot of time with somebody and you're like mm, maybe not the best person for me, we need like the balance of like spending a lot of time with somebody new and fast tracking that and it relationship. Works out. Yeah. No, I'm really happy for her. No, we love to. I mean, anything, anything for Demi Lovato. Like truly, like anything for Demi Lovato. <laughs> she has never let me down. That woman. <laughs> She's great. Mean it. She announced it this morning. It's fun to have actual breaking news. Is there any other breaking news that happened today that you saw that you wanted to comment on? Nothing along those lines. Everything else is just them noise, you know? But fortunately, we've got a lot of hooey stuff in the form of questions, comments, and concerns because this (laughs) is who's there again. And we have our first one beginning here. Here's point counterpoint. Point. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I have taken Liz Air before and... It is basically as bad as what you described. And I thought I was going to die. Thing going down would have been nice if Gemma's face was on the nose. But um, it's it's real bad, and it it it's just not good. Okay, well, uh, crunch, crunch. I thought I was going down. <laughs> God, that's such a nightmare. Okay, I'm playing the other version. Okay, counterpoint. Counterpoint. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, I, this is actually a comment on one of the main episodes, but I thought I'd call the Patreon line because it doesn't really have much to offer, um, on like, in terms of news, but I just thought I'd comment that, um, about Gemma Collins and Wiz Air. So actually, if you know anything about like the demographic that Gemma rep- represents, like the UK, it's actually a pretty genius marketing move on Wiz Air's part. Because Gemma is part of um, the Anyways Ethics and like she's an ethics girl. And 
is this one thing you need to know about people from Essex or like Geordies, like people from Geordie Shore, but especially people from Essex and the demographic that she represents, which is basically um, um, Fiat 500 Twitter, is that they love going to Spain, especially Marbella, and they will always use budget airlines like EasyJet and and, and Wizzair. And they all and their personalities is about pink gin and prosecco. So actually, like Gemma actually signed like a really really good deal there, and Wiz has made a marketing coup because most of the people who are looking to travel quite unsafely to Marbella this year are going to look at that picture of Gemma on the pink airline, knowing that those budgeted prosecco, they know that they're in the right place for them. Okay. Um, crunch, crunch, Scardo, Yummy Pop. Bye. Okay, I fucking love that call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's like, is she being like rude? I, I, I don't know. Really I just tell. like, from the limited amount of Love Island I've watched, like, she convinced me. She's right. Like, they love going to Spain. Gemma <laughs> is the representative of like going to Spain for the weekend, you know? Hey, Lindsay Lobby. Um, medium time, medium time. I had to pause the podcast because you guys asked um, who is a famous fan who has a doctor who is a sibling? Um, sorry, a famous, yeah, famous fam, a famous celebrity who has a, a sibling doctor. And that person would be the illustrious, the famous, the goddess, the incomparable, Diana Ross. Her sister, Barbara Ross Lee, is from um, Detroit, and she's the first African-American woman to become a medical school dean in the United States of America. And in the interest of supporting uh, Black Voices and Black Lives Matter, I just wanted to get that out there because that's an awesome piece of information I think everybody would want to know. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. Crunch, crunch. We got other calls about doctor siblings. One of them was about Lil John's brother is also a doctor. But more importantly, as the call said, Diana Ross's sister was the first black woman to be appointed dean of a United States medical school, which is arguably just as iconic and important as Diana Ross's accomplishments, meaning the Ross family is just fully accomplished. You know? I can't believe... Ashley Simpson married into this family. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I knew you were going to go there. To look at all the accomplishments. I mean, I guess she married Evan. She's on the same playing field as Evan, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not seeing Evan making any of these accomplishments, but, you know, I hope the best for him. But it seems like the Ross family of the Diana generation is doing great. Um. Okay, next call. Hey, I'm just calling just to let uh, the Frankie Grande... Uh, Dan or just just a person who loves Frankie Grande that Frankie Grande is on Twitch he's on Twitch like every other day if you like him you can literally just talk to him on Twitch he doesn't really have a big audience um he and his boyfriend call himself the gamers spelt g-a-y-m-e-r-s um as someone knows a bit about like twitch and twitch streamers his streams and um his clips are a little bit lackluster but he seems chill um with just streaming with his boyfriend singing doing whatever frankie grande does and um i wanted to call about this last week but i think uh brie larson is a youtube plan i just wanted to put that out there uh, good form, Bella Thorne. So Frankie Grande and his boyfriend Hale are big Twitch streamers, Twitchers. They're gamers. And they don't really have all that many followers. So I feel like if I did start 
which I did. I followed. I started following his Twitch. They play Dead by Daylight and Dead by Daylight Mobile. Do you know what those are? No, but they also play Alien Isolation, which I have played. Okay, and cool, it's very cool, scary. Cool. It's funny because they you can name you name your streams or whatever, and a lot of Frankies are called like boyfriend DBD mobile stream. Like I guess he's playing with his boyfriend, but then his boyfriend Hale has one that's just called My Curls Came Back. It's magic. Do you think that he like confused his Twitch stream with like a YouTube video? This is nice to me because it feels like they're just doing this for fun. Like I think this is actually kind of sweet because it feels like for the for yes, like these two can't do anything without an audience, but at least it's like a small and humble audience. Like they're really exploring new audiences, you know, and maybe expanding mm-hmm. the definition of gamer out here, you know? Maybe? No, what yeah. Do you think? They're doing something to give it a to give it like a posy to give it like a posy spin question mark. I think the interesting thing about Twitch is that some of the videos, which you can see when you look at any Twitch stream, but it's like people use Twitch in a lot of different ways. Like it's not just video games. If you think of Twitch, you probably immediately think of video games. But sometimes it's it's just used for glorified vlogging or a lot of DJ streams. I saw I watched a wedding on Twitch. Did you know I watched a wedding on Twitch the other week? Oh. But also, it's mostly used for video games. <laughs> mostly for video games. But whenever you go to twitch.tv and they show like the popular streams happening now, sometimes it's a lot of like DJ sets and a lot yeah. of just like vlogging. I've seen, a, I've seen a really good Twitch DJ set by DJ Louie. And I've seen a wedding and I've seen a lot of gamers. So I think it's uh yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a better live streaming platform than Instagram Live, which kicks you off after a certain amount of time, no matter mm-hmm. what you're doing. So uh, yeah, I think... If you want to explore that, you should. If you want to pay uh, for Frankie Grande's Twitch stream, stream, then more power to you. Oh my god, I've never been so scared. Oh my god. I'm not even going to have a chance to save. Get your stun baton ready. Oh god, now stun the android and slap him. Oh god. Oh Oh no, this is so scary. Stun the android. Oh my god. Oh my god. Did I do it? I did it. Wow. That was so much easier than than not doing that. We got a ton of calls about s'mores. I'm going to play most of them as at the end of this episode. Oh we still probably God. got more about Memphis. People are still calling about Memphis. Great. But the number of s'mores calls really did surprise me. I did not think we would hit a nerve, but we hit a nerve. You'll need to call about celebrities, okay? Like, just focus. <laughs> focus. Focus. Uh, <laughs> let me play two of them. Someone who agrees with me and okay. someone who agrees with Lindsay. Okay. Hi, Bobby. I'm just calling to let you know that I, too, really, really love s'mores. And I always feel weird because I've, you know, three s'mores down. Everyone's like, no, I'm not going to have a second. It's so weird. It's so gross. And I also finished the bag of marshmallows and have been eating the graham crackers. So I just I love everything about them. I'm the person who actually finishes the pantry items. I get psyched when I see a marshmallow bag in the pantry. Graham crackers are amazing. Um, yeah, okay. I'm really glad to know I'm not alone. I always, I'm always the person about s'mores night, s'mores night, and then everyone else is like, Err. and so we should have a s'mores night. Okay. 
French crunch. Bye. One other person called in. I think I'll play it at the end. (laughs) S'mores night, s'mores night. I'm sorry. Like, I just see this girl, like, texting her friends every single day at 9 a.m. S'mores night, s'mores night. And they're like, we have to talk to Lydia. We cannot do another s'mores. Like, it's enough with the s'mores nights. (laughs) This person, this person agrees with. I know a lot of people love s'mores. There was someone who was like, my girlfriend and I recently found s'mores ingredients in our pantry we had all the See, pantry I'm telling items you, that's so gross like and they're they're always like a year old you know where there's always s'mores ingredients airbnbs there's like fucking airbnb s'mores always at airbnbs there's always like gross s'mores ingredients they're like, like have fun over. winky winky yeah but it's like they're from the last people that stayed there and you're they're all like crusty okay sorry go ahead who agrees with me this one this person agrees with you hey Lindsay bobby medium time long time uh just wanted to call and say I really hate s'mores, um, especially milk chocolate, but I love a toasted marshmallow, um, and I also love s'mores flavored pop tarts. I don't know why I'm calling. I'm really sorry about this. Women don't belong in blue. Bye. I don't really know why you're calling either with that type of call, but I appreciate the support for me and my opinion. <laughs> They agree with you, but they also say they like s'mores flavored pop tarts. We got a lot of calls That's about s'mores pop tarts being disgusting. the best pop tarts. Okay, great. I've never had the s'mores pop tart. Me neither. I didn't know there was such like an overwhelming consensus that we stand the s'mores pop tart. But like, sure. I just assumed it would be gross, but apparently it's one of the fan favorites. I'm very into strawberry and brown sugar cinnamon. Well, that's the thing is like I don't love. I'm not like always on the like team marshmallow flavor, but I do love like um, Rice Krispie treats. So I'm just saying it depends on the use of the marshmallow. I'm not sure I would like a s'mores marshmallow, I have to say. Is there any other fake s'more that you've thought of that you kind of like in the time since we recorded? Like, have you, did you have a realization at all? No, but I did like a, get a shady text from our mutual friend who owns a diner who makes delicious s'mores flavored desserts or like I have one and I did like it. So it's not, I'm not like fully against a good s'mores adjacent flavored dessert. I just in general feel like they're sloppy. Not the ones yeah, they're done a little by sloppy. people we love, but just, but <laughs> But the but in general, I just feel like they're sloppy. Whatever. <laughs> okay, now let's move on to questions. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because uh- I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I use pretty litter you're saying springtime vibes are in the air and when i cook a big pot of beans <laughs> i'd rather I smell, smell them yes not the litter box i'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour i'm trying to personalize i don't think it. pretty litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement which is yes. that you want to smell your beans yes delicious fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion this is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. 
prettylitter.com slash who, terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, Lindsay Bobby, medium time, first time. Um, you've probably gotten a ton of calls about this, um, but I can't stop thinking about it for some reason. Who is Natalie Maines' ex-husband, Adrian Pazdar? Pazdar? Um, I definitely think he's a who, but in the song Gaslighter, Natalie Maines sings the line, quote, Hollywood welcomes you with open arms. So, like, did it? Is there something I should know him from? Um, also, I think my main question is, is it hooey or demi to have a breakup album written about you? Um, I definitely think it's demi to write one, or maybe you disagree above here. Um, but since Jay-Z and Lemonade, is it now demi to have one written about you? Thanks. Live in the Vita laptop. It's definitely themy to write one and get press because that we love that from our music stars. We love a narrative that involves cheating, unfortunately. We stand it. We love creative work based on cheating. We love it when when the person we stand like gets to control the narrative. We Yeah, think that's we're great. like, get your tights off my boat. First of all, that album is like incredible. So, Every single really track good. is good. Like fully good. the all the way through. And and the Tights on My Boat, the song that we're referring to, is one of the best songs on the album, which is shocking that a song can be so engaging gossip-wise. And not since, like, Taylor Swift and Beyonce have we gotten songs that are so both give us the goss and also give us the music. (laughs) Like, we love it on both levels. Okay. I hope you die peacefully in your sleep. Just kidding. I hope it hurts like you hurt me. I hope that when you think of me, you can't breathe. And you can tell the girl who left her tights on my boat that she can have you now. Yeah, you can tell the girl who left her tights on my boat that she can have you now. Who is this guy though? Like I didn't know that he was a true who. Like he was he's been he's in all of these rando shows. Who. Yeah. Calling him a character actor who sort of like gives him a little more credit than I think he deserves, but he's like an actor who. He's like he was on Judging Amy for two years. You know, like that's mm-hmm. the kind of who he is. He was on the show Heroes. The, remember the show mm-hmm. Heroes, the Hayden Panettiere show? And then he was How could I on. Forget? He's also sort of in the, he's in like the Marvel TV universe, not the yes. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, because he's on like yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. and Spider-Man and like. And Iron Man. But yeah. not the movies, the TV shows. Not the movies. So he is, I would say, a solid TV actor, a working Mm -hmm. TV actor. And he was married to the lead slash, like, not the sisters singer of the Chicks. The non-sister, the new addition to the Dixie Chicks. (laughs) I know there's no lead, but she's the main voice and she She is is the the one who's not a sister. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I don't want to be rude. The Dixie Chicks existed in other forms before Natalie. And And when Natalie Natalie joined, they they were like, wow. Right. So Natalie Natalie was the secret sauce. So Natalie yes. Maines has this husband for a while and they get a divorce and there are rumors that he cheated, right? And yes. this was throughout, this happened between, because this album comes about, what, 15 years or something after their last album. It's been a significant yeah. amount of 13, time. And, maybe, 14. Right. And not only did the chicks change their name, but they delayed the album a little bit. And finally it comes out. It's fantastic. We love it. And there are two references to Nat- this guy, right, and Natalie Maine's boat. My boat. She yeah. has a boat. And something <laughs> happened on this boat. And it's not like just a, it's just like a passing reference it's like two solid my boat references what happened on mm-hmm. this boat boy, I know exactly what you did on my boat and boy that's exactly- 
And so as it turns out, these two shared a boat. He named it after her. The boat's name is Natalie. 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 Like, is that what it's called? Like, <laughs> yes, like a knot? Natalie. You're kidding. Like nautilus. Like like nautical. Nautily. Oh, I read it. I heard it as like knot, like tying a knot. It's n- nautily. It's like a pretty funny pun, but right. it's also so disrespectful knowing that he allegedly seems to have perhaps right. potentially cheated on Natalie on a boat named after Natalie. Right. So there's a track called Tights on My Boat in which she alleges that this woman left her tights on this boat, which in my mind was too specific to not be true. Like, that's such a specific complaint. Like, how dare this woman leave her tights on my boat? But apparently she gave an interview and it was like, it wasn't tights. It was something else. And tights is like how I made it okay for the song. It had Mm -hmm. to work in the song. So... Uh, I love this because oh no they didn't wrote about they they kind of did the investigatory investigatory investigative investigative journalism to figure out who the woman is because not that it's like that big of a dox because this woman and Adrian Pazdar are still together like they're still together mm-hmm. she is his co-star she was his co-star in a TV show that nobody watched called Colony on USA. <laughs> That's even worse. That's even more insulting. They announced their divorce. They announced their separation in 2017. Obviously, they're rich. They're famous. They're going to lawyer up. It takes a long time for the divorce to actually go through. The thing that happened in late 2019, it made some headlines, but it didn't get a, a huge amount of attention, mainly because we didn't really know that the album was imminent the way we did maybe in the spring. And yeah. so Adrian reveals that he wants to look at all of her unreleased music, which at the time, what it really meant was, they're about to release new music. We should have taken that as a sign that like the Dixie Chicks new album is imminent because this is happening. But he was like, I need to look at all of this unreleased music with my lawyers and make yeah. sure that she is not revealing anything that violates our prenuptial agreement. Which and apparently crazy. there was some stuff in there that towed the line. It might have been the tights were something else. Could have been anything. Could have been a thong. Could have been a condom. Could have been anything. Although I guess used condom on my boat is like not as catchy as tights on yeah. the boat. You know, like that doesn't work as well. And you can tell the girl who left her tights on my boat that she can have you now. Yeah, you can tell the girl who left her tights on my boat that she can have you now. The specificity of the boat, which the boat does exist. We do have evidence of the boat. That's her boat that has her name on it. And we do have evidence via, thank you, mm-hmm. oh no, they didn't, that these two are still together, that they met on this TV show, and that this woman got a divorce the same year. She was married too. This this woman got a divorce the same year that uh, Natalie Maines got a divorce. So like there's, there's a lot to work with there, no matter how small the details are in the songs or how far the details in the songs are. Like there's a lot of truth behind all of this that is relatively easy to find again Mm -hmm. shout out oh no they didn't for doing the work the the la times did like a deep dive into the lyrics as well but it's like this song also seemingly alludes to pazdar's entitlement hey will your dad pay your taxes now that i'm done (laughs) which is also so mean that is such a small slight it's more like will your dad pay your phone bill or something you know like i can relate to that if it's like family plan related (laughs) adrian's still on his parents family plan or something right and also this guy played a cop in the goodbye earl video which is pretty ironic since he would go on to cheat on her by by Mm -hmm. her accusations Mm -hmm. so 
I'm looking at a picture of Adrian Pazdar and I have to say he looks so much like every single actor on television. Like I can't like he looks mm-hmm. like a mix between the guy who plays the boyfriend. I know this is not a TV show, but he's all over TV. The guy who plays the boyfriend in Rachel Getting Married, not the boyfriend, the hookup in Rachel Getting Married. And he looks like John Hamm and he looks like um, Nathan something. And he looks like um, the uh, uh parenthood guy who's dating lauren graham and he looks like he just looks like i know that he I just looks gave like you a, everything he's he looks like everything. chiseled chiseled brunette man oh and he looks like the guy who's the voice of every superhero uh who's putty putty from seinfeld like he just yeah. looks like every guy okay i don't want to talk about him anymore sorry the photos of him on the boat are really really funny just google adrian pazdar boat you'll feel bad you can name every single man that i just tried to describe in that little rant that's like a points for you like if you could go hear me say those the guy in this the guy in this like if you could name those guys send me a send me a note because shout out to you i need to google adrian pazdar boat but yeah we can move on hi who weekly um i follow British people on Twitter, and they're talking about Jess Glynn getting turned away from a restaurant. I don't know what any of that is about. And then I also found this tweet that people seem to really like. It's from a, a user named Anna Kafola, Kafoya. Jess Glynn radiates a bratty, catty home county's fresher doing history at Manchester Energy, binning her lipsy for LS and spending 50 quid on tickets to house circus bbq day parties what does that mean thank you so much crunch crunch bye this story took so long to figure out for and then what it ended up being was so (laughs) satisfying it's barely anything is what it is (laughs) but you know what i mean instead of being this actual big thing like it you'd think it is with this many weird details and clapbacks and follow-ups it actually is like the stupidest thing so the headline that got me was made a quick escape bikini clad jess glenn reveals she has impulsively jetted to mykonos amid backlash over her sexy fish discrimination claims what who is Jess Glenn first? We don't talk about Jess Glenn much, which is surprising. She's a singer. She is the singer on my favorite Clean Bandit song, Rather Be, but she also has a huge solo career, mostly in the UK, and she tried to kind of cross over and it didn't quite hit, although you hear her voice on a lot of kind of like EDM-y and dancey tracks. Like she's got a good disclosure voice. So that's how I think that she yeah. has made a... Forbes here, no? called her one of the 30 most influential people under 30 in 2019. So how dare we sort I of know. question her relevance? Maybe she's but okay. I'm maybe out here questioning big. her relevance. Maybe she's bigger than I think. But actually, as a fan of hers, I literally went to one of my favorite songs of hers, which is not even her song. Is a song called "My Love" by Route 94. And I remember going to see Route 94 to like hear that specific song, and they didn't play it until 5 a.m. when I was already <laughs> gone. <laughs> 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. She's... I love her. I love her, but I just do. I don't know. I think she's an she's... American who. Yeah, but she's definitely big. Like her big, her first album like was debuted at number one in the in the UK, and "Hold My Hand" was pretty big. You've heard all these songs like oh, hold... "Don't Be Hard on Yourself." <laughs> hold my hand. She makes a lot of like generic peppy music that'd be appropriate for like tv promos or like for movie trailers oh, or man. Promo she's music. right like, well she's she's got the rom-com song on lock 
I mean, Hold My Hand is like the most movie trailer song I've ever heard in my whole life. It's <laughs> yeah, true. Like, you know this. Listen. Yeah, I. Yeah. Standing in the crowd. The most movie trailer element of any song that's ever been released in the history of music is wow. the the part of <laughs> Hold My Hand where she's like. you've done any sort of exercise class in the past six months <laughs> you've heard one of a jess glenn song because they're perfect She's for cardio. the part they're perfect for the part of the exercise where you're like warming up and they're like okay get excited like squat down and put your hands up you know like that move where you're like put your hand mm-hmm. squat, put your hand squat and put your hands up and come back <laughs> she's cardio pop she's cardio pop british cardio pop she's british cardio pop so jess glenn was okay. hungry <laughs> recently. I, I hate and this. Jess Glenn and Jess Glenn said, you know what? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go to this restaurant that I love. It's in London. It's called Sexy, Sexy Fish. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> and Jess Glenn says Every time I hear about a new London hotspot, it's like the first time I'm hearing about a hot spot. Like how what is Sexy Fish? Samantha got us tickets to the opening of Sexy Fish. And so <laughs> she goes she goes to Sexy Fish and she's in a hoodie and like joggers and sneakers and like has, a, you know, a, a, a crossbody bag on. Like very casual. Yeah. yeah. But looks fine. Whatever. Right. And apparently she's turned away from Sexy Fish. And they're like, Jesslyn, we do not like your music. We do not like you. We do not want you no, inside Sexy Fish. they didn't say that. No, they, they didn't just say said, that. we have a strict dress code and you can't. I mean, I have to say all well and good fine to have a dress code i i guess i get it but but during a pandemic are, are we beggars cannot be choosers i'm so confused as this restaurant being like not only are you famous you can't come in but like we have a dress code like wow this place must have been packed i guess that's so no just says it's empty just says it's an empty restaurant it specifically says their dress code says smart casual and according to eater london specifically says no like workout gear and she's okay, in so she came, nothing but athleisure she right. came in her her quarantine wear and so yeah. they said jess glenn we can't you cannot come in here wearing <laughs> your trainers your trainers and, then, and your hoodie you cannot exactly and jess glenn said that's discrimination. Well, and she, she went, went on to her Instagram. She went on her Instagram. She took a selfie in a mirror and said, Dear at Sexy Fish London, I no. turned up to your restaurant looking like this and you looked me and my friend up and down and said, No, you can't come in. And your restaurant was empty. I then went to at Amazon, Amazonico London, who greeted me and my friend with pure joy. Fans of Hold My Hand. And we had a banging <laughs> meal with wicked service at Sexy Fish London. Please check yourself if this is how you treat people because it is rude, off-putting, embarrassing, and most definitely not inviting. We were made to wait and two members of the staff came to look at us and made a decision based off our appearance. I think the attitude of your staff needs to change and that was simply rude. Thanks and bye. Kissing so then case. people responded with mm, that's not discrimination <laughs> discrimination uh the thing is though like our dress codes in fancy restaurants like kind of fucked up yeah sometimes right like that is a little in a way not great right like to not let people in because they're not wearing the right quote-unquote right clothes expensive clothes or whatever it's just so funny that she's literally famous or recognize she is recognizably famous in the uk and they were like you can't come in <laughs> It's not discrimination. It's not discrimination. Right. Our our feelings on dress codes aside from this story, people responded with, 
it's not discrimination. Like, <laughs> yeah. you need to stop. Like, po- like take like stop you're being ridiculous and so she changed she changed the caption she changed it from saying discrimination just replacing it with the word rude (laughs) rude (laughs) rude okay i feel i need to come on here and just like pull up on what i posted yesterday look i used the wrong word um discrimination i take that back it wasn't the right word it was wrong um, but I just want to highlight the reason why I posted what I did. Um, basically, all I wanted to say was that I felt it was very rude and disrespectful in the way that the Sexy Fish staff were towards me and my friend yesterday. And I don't believe anybody should be spoken to like that. And that's what I wanted to highlight. I like the one that you have down here from Annika Fola at Annika Fola. Well, this Jess- is the one the caller mentioned. Oh, you're right. Jess Glenn radiates. This is like I need a dictionary, which you did below, like to define half of these. Jess Glenn radiates bratty Ketty home County's fresher doing history at Manchester Energy, binning her lipsy for Ellis and spending 50 quid on tickets to house circus BBQ day parties. What does any of those words mean? Okay, so I tried to find out what this means. This just feels like a very specific British drag. And I was like, I have to find out. The caller is confused. I'm confused. I need to know what this means. And what I think it means. So, bratty, ketty, home, county's fresher. So, it's like someone (laughs) doing history at Manchester Energy. So, I think the first part of this insult is... It's a local who has moved to the city for the first time. They are a freshman at Manchester University oh, and they're partying. Home County. Home County is like the suburbs. Like Yes, the, yes. You know, right. So it's a it's a suburb girl who is bratty because they're probably rich. Yes. Doing history at Manchester, which is just like a drag on like you're <laughs> studying history right. at Manchester. Studying history. Like a smart girl because Manchester's <laughs> a nice school. So it's like a smart girl got acting it, got out. Got it, got it, got it. Got it. And Ketty is specifically ketamine. Okay. So it's like like Ketty music is drum and bass music, you know, like you're moving a lot. You're dancing. You, you you're love like Ketty. a scenester sort of. It's you're, sort of sceney. OK, so that's her. And then it's she binned her, her lipsy for so she, a le- for a less. So she's so throwing she away away her, her going out tops. She threw away all of her going out tops from lipsy. And, and instead, and instead, she's getting stuff from Elise Elise, which is a sportswear company. So, so it's like ins- throwing away her Forever Twenty One exactly. for outdoor voices. <laughs> yes, or or Adidas. Okay, yeah. for Adidas, that's better. Yeah. For Adidas, and then and spending fifty quid on tickets to a house circus bur- barbecue day party, which is like is so. It's like you're overspending for an event that really doesn't cost that much, you know, like because you don't know any better, like a. F- Festival, like an outdoor festival, a really for, expensive for outdoor, yeah. EDM house music festival, circus barbecue like, oh, day party. Exactly. So it's a it's a very specific drag, but it's very funny. No, that's really funny. I learned a lot. No, I think you did it exactly correct. I feel like we're the yes, yes, no segment on Reply All. You know, like you just like <laughs> you just like explicated. I also feel like we're like in college. Where it's like you explicated that tweet properly Thank in you. like an Thank essay, you. like A plus or whatever. You know, like you get the good grade. You passed. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever radiated Braddy Ketty Home County Fresher <laughs> doing history at Manchester Energy, but I, um. I think I know people who have. Rita's been to Sexy Fish, right? Like Rita's like probably a Sexy Fish regular. Rita or a Sexy Fish. Oh yeah, she went. She flaunted her ample cleavage there. <laughs> yes, yes. It wouldn't be a fancy a London restaurant unless Rita had like been there at least once. She did ads for them. No, she didn't. She did a campaign for Sexy Fish dressing up as a Sexy Fish. No, she didn't. She dressed up as a mermaid for Sexy Fish ads. Yeah. She no, did. she didn't. Link me now. I need to she see did. this. It was when she was 24. It was in 2015. 
It looks like a like a budget Annie Leibovitz photo. It all goes back to Rita. Um, next call. Lindsay Bobby, I was just wondering if we can get a Tanache update. I think that, like, similar to Rita and Bibi, she's always doing a lot of stuff. And I think we should just check in on how our girl is doing during quarantine. All right. Happy Fine Friday. What's going on with Tanache? What she's been doing the past few months, Tanache's been very politically active. She's been going yeah. to tons of rallies and protests, yeah. being outspoken. She's being interviewed a lot. So, like, on your TMZs and your tabloid magazines, like she's giving a lot of statements to those people and she's out here using her platform for good. Excuse me, in here. No, she is out here. She's both. She's out here. No, she's out here. She's out here and in here. I love that she gave, you know, TMZ with their like headlines are mostly bad and negative and like TMZ-ish and Tanache got a headline. Tanache, protesting for social justice, BLM, gives me hope for the future. Like that is, to get that on TMZ, However you do, that's great. Like, good for mm-hmm. Tanache. And the article's all about how she went on TMZ Live and talked about, like, quote, quote, finding her purpose in the pandemic, what she learned from going to 10 BLM protests, including nine in a single weekend. Wow. Tanache, out here. Tanache, out here. And when she's yeah. in here, she's promoting a new song. So she actually has a new song. She just released it. It's called Rascal. Money, cash, clothes, fast cars, fast lane, dash, playing with the NASCARs. Money, cash, clothes, fast cars. I'm in a valet, chilling with a bad bra. Money, cash, clothes, fast cars. I'm finna pass your mask on, mask off. Money, cash, clothes, fast cars. Better ask them. I'm a little rascal. She's also been doing something that I really appreciate. It's a little hard for me, but I love the sentiment is that she's been doing these weekly like choreo videos where she like teaches you the choreography with her choreographer of her some of her music and it's like fun like they do it very much step by step and like it's extremely hard and I'm like extremely bad at it but like I love the I love the idea it's great the choreography stuff is actually really cool just because one of the things that kind of sets her apart is that that form of like pop dance where every video has to have like an amazing like dance accompanied with it yeah that's sort of dated in, in many ways and a lot of pop stars like do not care about dance the way they yeah, did maybe 20 yeah. years ago we'll and tanache totally does i know and so it, at one point this was everywhere but right now she's kind of the rare star who like wants to focus on the dance it reminds me of Aaliyah. it reminds me of a time mm-hmm. when the choreo for the video britney was also was like just as important as the video itself mm-hmm. this kind of i saw this kind of emerge with rain on me like people did give a yeah. shit about that choreo a lot but as you know my favorite tanache video on youtube is the one where they do her that that those choreographers make her do her choreo for her for for flame that song that she yeah. hates but i love and then tanache comes and does the choreo too and it's amazing choreo mm-hmm. it's so good it's so good anyways um next call hi guys um long time long time my explore page celebrity partner is bridget lundy Payne. brigitte lundy Payne. who the hell is that <sighs> who are these people who are these That's it. That's people? it. No. My current Instagram celebrity is Diane Keaton and or Yeah. Scout Willis. No, Tallulah Willis. It's Tallulah, not Scout. Mine is Britney Spears. 
Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Mine is an old picture of Britney Spears. This caller's explore person was Bridget Lundy Payne, who is just an actor. I mean, I only knew them from Atypical, which I've seen a little bit of. I don't really love Atypical, to be honest. People really like Atypical. Yeah, I watched, like, mm-hmm. I think a few episodes, and it wasn't for me, but it was, like, that Netflix show uh, that was on for a little while that people liked, and they played this sister. It's about autism, so it was, like, yeah. supposed to be sort of this progressive take on, like, a teen dramedy show. Mm-hmm. But again, teen shows are not for me. They were in The Glass Castle, which I never even fucking saw. It, was that the Larson movie? It was the Brie Larson movie that was, like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> but it was based on, it was based on a true the book, story. And the memoir, were really right. really excited about yeah. it. They were so excited about it. And then it fell like a rock to the bottom of the ocean. And then it, it fell came like out. the necklace <laughs> to the bottom of the ocean. Okay, so what else is Bridget Lundy Payne's thing? What is their well, deal? Well, the thing about Bridget Lundy Payne, their deal is that they are going to be playing Keanu Reeves' daughter in the upcoming Bill and Ted sequel, which is truly exciting. It's coming out in September. I think it was just announced so that it was coming Ted's in September. Daughter. No, yeah. Ted, oh, they finally yeah. announced the the release Ted. date. This movie is yeah. has been so many years in the making. You know. Right. Josh and I just rewatched the first two because it came and? up. It was like, Why no, they're you... definitely funny. They, okay. they held up. It was because I was like on a Zoom for Father's Day and like we were all talking and mm-hmm. I we were talking about like movies that we saw when we were yeah. young and it was like, Aww. you know, family arguments and stuff. The first movie I ever saw in theaters was Bill and Ted's Bill Bogus and Ted. Journey. Not the yeah, first well, one, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. People really, it's like history and it's funny and it's like Keanu Reeves I get it it's like a nostalgia it's a nostalgia thing it reminds me of when they rebooted Dumb and Dumber like that's but but I do like that they're going to the next generation and you have you have Bridget Lundy Payne playing uh Ted's daughter but do you know who's playing Bill's daughter which is really fun no Samara Weaving aka the other Margot Robbie the other Margot Robbie (laughs) yes who was in the babysitter which was kind of a fun Kind of with uh with uh with uh, what's her face, Bella Thorne. Bridget Lundy Payne and Samara Weaving are like very equal in terms of fame level and in terms of like hype level. Where it's like Bridget I Lundy Payne so is the next level. big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes Bridget Lundy Payne. Here comes Samara Weaving, and it's sort of yeah. like TBD on whether or not they're actually you know gonna make it big, but they're yeah. definitely like on a path. It was sort of like here comes Catherine Langford, and I was like. Yeah, catch me. Like, are you sure? (laughs) But then she got that show cursed. Right. right. But she also was on a huge show. I mean, she was she's on a huge show. It was more like Mm -hmm. it's funny when people say up and coming, they mean for like adults, weirdly, like they mean for like they mean like prestige adult because like these people could be in hugely popular shows for young people are hugely popular on YouTube or whatever. But once they get deemed as like up and coming, it means like that they'd be featured in like a vanity fair spread on up and coming actors and actresses. Do you know what I mean? Like that's when it becomes like quote unquote real. But yeah, I Mm -hmm. see what you're saying. But this person also Bridget Lundy Payne, they're like, they're like cool person. Like they have like a magazine called Waif and they're, yeah, yeah, like they're out here doing all sorts of cool shit, like Mm -hmm. lifestyle wise. Um, next call. I mean, I do, I do love looking at, it made me, talking about Quavo and Sweetie made me check my Explore page more because I, I'm not, you know, I've, I've talked about this. Like, I always forget about Explore page. Yeah, I know that, like, yeah. you're really into it and some of our friends no, are really I'm into not. their Explore page. No, I'm not. Our friends are, no, well, I'm not is. really into it, but Steven is and Lala are. I just, like, and I don't really. I always really, forget yeah. to look. 
Well, it's cra- that explore page is where you find the crazy stuff. Explore page is when you find like a Sunday made out of a shoe or like nail art that looks like a dog. You know, like you find like the weirdest shit on explore page, at least mm-hmm. my explore page. And then you find like one or two celebrities. Like right now I have on my explore page, it's a jeans and they're sewing the crotch. They're showing you how to sew the crotch back together of a pair mm-hmm. of jeans using thread. That's it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Please call us with other who's that are popping up on your explore. I really like the idea of trying to identify actors who pop up on your explore. That's fun. Yes, it's fun. This next pair of calls, I think, is a segment that I'm going to call Hi, Bye. Hi, Bye, Who. (laughs) Hi, Bye, Who. So let's start with number one. Hi, Who Weekly. I'm just wondering if Jennifer Coolidge is a who or a them. Um, This new video of her is giving me life in these trying times so would love an answer crunch crunch i don't know if any of you saw the video of jennifer coolidge going hi (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know why she did it i don't know why it was posted i don't know where it's from i don't know where it came from i don't know how it appeared and how it got so popular it seems like it's just on twitter that it that it's a thing right yeah because it's not on her grid i don't (laughs) maybe it's on her can you just play it Hi. Yeah, it's so this. So let me set the scene. Hi. So there's a video, and it's of her feet. It's, it's of, of her, feet. her feet, and the video slowly, 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 slowly pans up, and then you see Jennifer Coolidge's face, and Jennifer is like leaning against a window, and after a few seconds of staring at Jennifer Coolidge's face, she just goes, "Hi." Can you play it? Oh, and also, uh, you Tiny Dancer is playing the, in the background. The <laughs> crucial tiny background. detail is, is that you can hear Tiny Dancer playing. Also, excuse me, it's Rocket Man, not Tiny Dancer. Oops. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge, I think, is a who, though. Yeah, definitely. I think she's a who. Definitely. Um, a who hi. saying hi. 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 We don't know why this video was taken. I'd love to know what more about this video, but it's extremely funny. Reminded me that Jennifer Coolidge is truly one of the funniest people. Um, <laughs> you know, some of the most breakout, you know, scene stealing moments from 1999 yeah. to 2010. You know, yes, she's truly, a legend. Truly. And this high moment is probably like, you know, peak, peak her performance this is one of her best performances to date and this is the woman who did who did bend and snap like you know this is yes. up there with bend and snap top five at and then least. there's talking about snow peas yes stifler's yeah. mom come on so then I mean, there's this chromatica 2 to 9 on 1 but it's jennifer cool just saying hi <laughs> <laughs> hi. thank you so much that's a really Hi. good one. I have Hi. I have some problems. Chromatica two to nine one one is great, but nine one one is not itself. Nine one one is not very good. Yeah, but those memes are good. Usually they are good. I found that like I didn't really love the version of this meme that was Chromatica two to another song, but I like when it's Chromatica two to nine one one over something else. Chromatica two to nine one one is better than nine one one. Like Chromatica two to nine one one itself as a track is like probably one of the best tracks on Chromatica and yet it is like a combination of only the beginning of nine one one and Chromatica two. So that was hi, this is bye.
Um, hey, you guys. Who is Avery Wilson? Who is Avery Wilson? So Avery Wilson is someone who was on The Voice, and they are a singer. They are definitely a who. Definitely a who. Um, but the reason that this caller is probably calling about Avery Wilson is because Avery Wilson made a ton of headlines, more headlines than Avery Wilson has ever made this week because they came out as bisexual on Twitter by saying, <laughs> I'm bisexual, space, period, space. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. And then the wave, the wave hand the wave. emoji. Talk about the <laughs> most beautiful anticlimactic reveal of bisexuality. I love it so much. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. I'm bisexual. And knowing that Unbothered. Like, unbothered. Unbothered. Unbothered and knowing that that is such catnip for the tabloids. Of course, this... Avery Wilson is not super famous. Avery Wilson was on The Voice like eight years ago, and he was a teenager. And so right now he's 25. But like, he hasn't necessarily released a ton of music. He was on a Migos song. He released a single last year, but he's not doing much. I have a feeling i have a feeling that the fact that he's like making headlines right now i don't know it's sort of that he's being open about his personal life and like going out here saying like i'm bisexual means that he's like preparing for some sort of comeback that's just maybe that's cynical to say but i sort of feel like oh this is someone who's preparing to like reintroduce themselves to the world and so he did that in a tweet that said i'm bisexual okay bye okay and then people of course bisexuality is the haters, the homophobes, the biphobes, the bigots hate bisexuals. And anytime a bisexual person goes on Twitter um, and is like, I'm bisexual, they'll be like, no, no, you're just gay. You're pretending. Like, he was responding to a lot of the trolls who were like, no, there's, you're not bisexual. That's not a real thing. There is no in-between for me, sir. I like women and men. The bus stops here trying to paint your narrative on others. Who's next? Be yeah, real like with it. yourself and everything falls in place. No, he's, he's out here just good. being like, I'm going to respond to every single every mm-hmm. single hater. Uh, I have no problem with that. Although that does go against the um, OK, bye narrative, which I'm like, you know, just like bisexual. OK, bye. You <laughs> OK, know? bye. Like, okay, do, bye. you do not need to respond to these people on Twitter. You just definitely you definitely don't. You just don't. No, I really want to do the thing that you suggested, which is Chromatica 2 transitioning to 911, but it's Avery Wilson saying, I'm bisexual, okay, bye. But so, like he never said that, so we do not he have never the said audio it, so we can say for it. that. Okay, 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 okay. I can say it, and then okay. I'll, I'll just, I'll edit it together. I'm bisexual. Okay, bye. Okay, so let's play a quick game of who or them. Lindsay, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. Watch. Watch. No, but watch. You're having a dinner party. It's last Mm -hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making, we're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it it can't be. There's no substitutes. We have to go to the liquor store. But we don't have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash, because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments, and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So 
Save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Vitamin C. Who are them? Land cuisine. Vitamin C. Who are them? One, two, three. Who? who? Big who? She she took herself out of the game. She doesn't she even do music anymore. She started working. She started working for like Viacom, right? She was heading up. She was like a creative director at Nickelodeon or something. Yeah, she's a, a VP of Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what she's doing right now. I haven't checked in with her. In 2002, she was named VP of music at Nickelodeon. Yeah, that's incredible. Maybe she's still doing that. But yeah, she's a who. She's a who. Pivot to businesswoman. Follow up call. Just vitamin, a nice more like words. wait, more like vitamin CEO. Am I right? <laughs> okay, bye. I'm picturing the Lauren Conrad like gif. What's your favorite position? CEO. Okay. <laughs> Definitely a vitamin no. CEO. <laughs> vitamin CEO. Oh God. Um, if you ever say vitamin CEO again, I cannot guarantee that we will be friends forever. Um, okay. <laughs> As next. we go on. <laughs> next call. Listen to this related remember. call. Coincidence. Coincidence. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, the question about the vitamin string quartet made me think about vitamin C, the the singer, not the vitamin. Um, obviously she's a who, but is her song the like graduation one that plays at all middle school graduation ceremonies? Is that song a who or a them? Women don't belong in balloons, crunch crunch. Incredible distinction here between Vitamin CEO and Vitamin CEO's hit song, Graduation, <laughs> which is played at almost every graduation party and sometimes at the graduations themselves. Bobby, Vitamin CEO's Graduation, who or them? Them. <laughs> For sure. For I think so, right? Sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Vitamin CEO's Graduation, Friends Forever released as a third single from her 1999 debut studio album vitamin c um i just read that from wikipedia is an iconic song because it's in the category of song which i'm gonna have trouble obviously thinking of other examples right now that you hate and you say you only enjoy ironically but then if you hear it and it's like the right moment you're like okay i'm actually sort of tearing up like this song is actually very come on you're getting that's a little that's very uh that's (laughs) you cry Tear up a little bit hearing graduation friends forever, please. Let me play a little clip of it now. The line when it's like, when when we're going to be when we turn 25. I like when our lives change to whatever. That's like my (laughs) favorite line. (laughs) Is that the line? Is is that the actual line? Not that I'm still friends forever with uh, all of my high school friends. I was going to say, how many of those high school... How many friends that you had in high school do you still, like, stay in close contact with? Define close contact. You know it. It's like, you know it when you see it. (laughs) I don't know. Like, a handful? A handful. My answer is three. That's good. That's good. You know one of them very well. Yeah, I do. From college, right? High school. You know Jade. Oh, yeah. Oh, obviously. Love Jade. Sorry, I was thinking about somebody else. Yeah, we stand Jade. <laughs> the comments on this. 
Quote, I'll avoid you in 20 years at Walmart should have been a lyric. <laughs> I'll avoid you in 20 years at Walmart. I know. High school friends are like very rare. Any abrupt change in audio that you may have heard right there is because my power went out. <laughs> Con Ed got mad that we were talking shit about vitamin C. <laughs> Well, did you know that vitamin C is the CEO of Con Edison? I'm just kidding. She's not. You know, our internet's down. Vitamin Spectrum. I just, I got Vitamin some, Spectrum. Got some problems here. I have, you know what? If vitamin C is the CEO of Con Ed and Spectrum, I have some issues. I have some things I'd like to bring up with her. Hey, Bobby and Lindsay. Long time, long time. Is Adina Porter a who or a them? I feel like she's kind of hooey, but... I feel like every TV show that I've been watching in the past quarantine, she popped up in somehow. So I'm just wondering if she might be a fan. All right, guys. Scratch uh, yummy pop. Bye. Adina Porter, I did have to Google because I forgot, but she is like an And then you look TV at her face actress. and you're like, oh, I've seen her in literally oh, every right. show I've ever watched. Because <laughs> more recently, she's in so many of the American Horror Story stuff. And then she also was in True Blood, a big Bobby show, which I also oh. watched. And she was on The Newsroom, which is a big Bobby and Lindsay show that we both watched. <laughs> she was uh, Letty May in True Blood. She was, um, yeah. what's yeah, her name's great, mom? Man. She was yeah. Ta- Tara's mom. She was also on The 100, which is a big show for neither of us, but a big show nonetheless. She is on every show. She is a, um, I think she's in the um, the New York crew, because there's a, like New York actors are on every New York show. You know, they're on like every CBS procedural yeah, that yeah, films yeah, in New York. Yeah. She's like one of those people as well. Um, but yeah. she's also in the HBO crew. So she's in like a ton of HBO shows. She's as like side characters. And but she's True a Blood, Ryan Murphy She's a Ryan Murphy now. So now. she's yeah. in all of the, you know, the the horror stories. But Ooh. you have seen Adina Porter. She is stories. everywhere. She's all over your dial. She's all over your Apple TV apps. But she is a yeah. who. She is a character, actor, who. Oh my God, funny story though. Her first job ever in 1990 on TV was guess what? Just guess what? what's a classic New York show that you got to be in if you're a New York actor. Is it just Law and Order? It's Law and Order. <laughs> Law and Order. First? She played she played Woman Neighbor and then 4 years <laughs> later she played Cheryl Decker. She's been on then then a then in the year later she played Mary Byman. She's been on Law and Order at least 3 times in the first 4 or 5 years of her career it seems. That's amazing. Anyways. We've actually gotten this a couple Wait, of times. Wait, but is she a who the... or a them? Wait, is she a who or a them? She's Adina Porter who? Yeah. Character yeah. actor who? Okay. Um, Steven Seagal. God, he's a hoe. Hey, Who Weekly. Is Steven Seagal... I mean, I know he was of them. Is he still of them? What's the age range? Like, what's the age cutoff, do you think, for people to think of Steven Seagal as of them? I'm 33, and... I'm not that into action movies, so maybe this is why, but, like, his Zimdom seems a little bit out of reach to me. So I wonder what someone who's, like, 23 thinks. Anyway, curious about your thoughts. As two 23-year-olds? As two 20... <laughs> Actually, I'm 22, so I'm not 23 yet. <laughs> me when I'm 90. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22, and they're like, Bobby, stop doing that. <laughs> What's funny is that Bobby, you don't know the difference. You can't do camera person, TV woman. <laughs> like you can't do singing. it. <laughs> so wait, so Steven Seagal is? Do we as two twenty three year olds know who Steven Seagal is? As two twenty three year olds, 
<laughs> no, we're not 23. But I will say, to, to, to the caller's point, I don't think young people know who Steven Seagal absolutely is. Absolutely not. Because they absolutely he is don't. not. Those movies are not. They aren't nostalgic watches. They're, they're very much set in their time. Sorry. They really are. He hasn't gotten like, you know... The, the Ryan Murphy bump. He hasn't gotten the Shonda bump. Like, he hasn't been, like, rediscovered no. and put on things. I, like, no. I honestly think because he's an asshole, I don't think, I don't yeah, think he's going like to get him. that, like... I don't think people are going to be like, remember Steven Seagal, like, very fondly in the next few years or whatever, which is, like, whatever. And he didn't even do... I've mi- just mixed him up in my mind with Jean-Claude Van Damme, who had, like, a moment where he, like, did that truck thing or whatever. Remember, he, like, yeah. did the truck split? We talked about this. Steven Seagal has not had that moment. So, no. He's a who. And Steven Seagal is apparently like a big asshole. So like if you Google yeah, Steven well. Seagal like bad, you'll find tons of stories about like people didn't like working with him. He's he's inconsiderate. No one has good stories about Steven Seagal. And I think that's one of the main reasons he hasn't come back. Yes. Um, and I don't think 23 year olds have any idea who he is. If you are a 23 year old and you know who Steven Seagal is, don't call us. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we've done Jane Krakowski, I think, actually recently. Hi, Lindsay. And Bobby, but this is mostly for Lindsay. Uh, Jasmine Odyssey, who are them? All right, Crunch Crunch by... Who is Jasmine Odyssey? Jasmine Odyssey is definitely a who, but in the world of Two Point Hospital, she is a huge them because when she <laughs> comes to visit your hospital, which like, I guess she's visiting because like she's visiting sick people in the hospital, which mm-hmm. is like so nice of her and she's really like into charity. But... Uh, but she's a huge deal when she comes to visit the hospital. But in real life, no one knows who Jasmine Odyssey is. So she's a who, but a two points hospital them. I keep just getting visits from the mayor. And every time the mayor comes to my hospitals, they're like, this is a disgusting place. And you're <laughs> like, you should be ashamed. Why is your hospital disgusting? <laughs> because it's really hard to keep it nice. I keep hiring all these janitors and all they're doing is chasing after ghosts. And the ghost janitors. But you have, have time. To get, you have to get the janitors that are yeah. ghost catchers. That's funny. No, they are. We Then I get a training room and I have to train them to become ghost catchers. Trust me, it's such a process. I'm really learning. <laughs> Next call. <laughs> Yo-Yo Ma. 18-time Grammy winner. Presidential Medal of Freedom recipient. American cellist. Who are them? Bye. Please. That was a... That was such a good call. <laughs> Name another famous cellist. One, two, three, them. Them. But not even just like, obviously, cello, them. Like the themiest cello player alive. And I took cello in middle school. So you I'm did? aware of the cello players. Oh, yeah. Oh, you took cello. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in middle school, um, I decided that I wanted to play the most obnoxious and hard to and hard to play and hard to rent instrument. And I was deciding between, ready, trombone and cello. <laughs> trombone and cello. Just to be difficult, just as a just as a laugh, and I chose cello, and I had to carry that thing on my back for years, years, and I was never good. I never got good. <laughs> I sucked. I was terrible. <laughs> and everybody was out here playing flute and clarinet, and they were all pros. Oh, we're pro, we're so good. And me struggling on the cello. Who got trolled wow. by that? Me. That's me. I did. I got trolled myself. Wow. I owned myself. What instrument did you play in middle school? You know, you Piano. don't like play an instrument. Piano. My mom piano? plays piano. My mom played piano. But so, like I played piano too, but you couldn't play that in middle or I wasn't allowed to play that in middle school. What do you mean allowed to play in middle school? Like was I had to it, you had like to join band. the band. Oh, you had to join the band or the orchestra in my middle school. No, we didn't do that. Okay. We didn't do that. No, I, in middle school no. I was like busy like catching bugs. I was like in 4H. Like no. I was in you an entomology bugs? club. I was in an entomology you club. You were into- <laughs> I'm sorry, you saying I was busy catching bugs? Okay, great. Yeah, at one point. <laughs> um please. Uh 
<laughs> you don't even know the 4-H lifestyle. Um, okay. I'm but back sorry. to Yo-Yo Ma. I wish I did. Instead, I was just schlepping around a big cello on my back all day long. Back to Yo-Yo Ma. Doors. Did yeah. you know he won? Yeah. He was one yeah. of people's sexiest people in 2001. And he was sexiest classical musician. <laughs> fair i didn't know i didn't know but i believe it when he showed up in the in the mr rogers uh documentary of recent i screamed yo yo ma there he is i really can't even name not even just cellist like uh, that's a gag yes but like i can't name another you know contemporary classical musician as famous as yo yo ma no no not at all and i think our parents know who yo yo ma is i think young people know who yo yo ma is yo yo ma is also one of those like just because like talented people you know talented arts people are big on public broadcasting and stuff so yo-yo ma was like someone on sesame street yo-yo ma was someone that is true as a he kid did do a lot of work outside mr the field rogers of orchestra yeah it's true it's because it was one of those he was one of those figures that was like you can be in the arts and make a living out of it and he was this aspirational figure for children which is why i think our generation especially knows who yo-yo ma is even though we may not have listened to him like uh, our our parents or older people we knew who he yeah. was because he's in all of our media. Totally. He did a good job with that. He always did. It's he's true. still in this stuff. He's still doing that. Yeah. Remember, he just put out, a, he recently just put out like a very sweet, he was putting out videos of him playing like soothing cello music for like sad people or whatever. We're all, I mean, we were all sad. It's We've amazing. all been sad. We're all still sad. But he yes. was like putting out like relaxing, I don't know. He's just like, he's out here doing it. He's out here. here. Out here. In here. Next one. So what about Mariska Hargitay? Just thinking about her, wondering what you have to say. Um, that's all I've got. Crunch, crunch. I didn't, this wasn't technically a who or a them, but I feel like that's just, what this caller meant. What about Mariska? Just thinking about her. thinking about her. One, two, three, them. Them. I think she's a them. I think so too. Also a fun fact, one of our friends just moved to Los Angeles, like a mutual, which is tragic, but whatever. And she uh, her, she went to a flower store owned by Mariska Hargitay's brother, I guess. And she was like talking, she was like saying that. And I was like, fun fact, that brother is the son of James Manfield. Like, no, Jane Mansfield. Jane Mansfield. Jane Mansfield. So is Mariska. James Mansfield, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was. Well, that's what I was saying. I was like the connect. I was like, oh, that son is probably also Jane Manfield's son because uh, Mariska Hargitay is yeah. Jane Manfield's daughter. So it was just like that's a fun. She's so like, and I was thinking like she's so Hollywood. It's easy to forget Mariska Hargitay's very unique nepotism because not only is she the daughter of who was maybe mainly like the biggest sex symbol of the decade that Jane's, Jane Man- Mansfield was was famous like playboy yeah, bunny there's Easily. those iconic Easily. photos of like sophia Easily. loren staring at her cleavage like jane mansfield yeah. was the sexiest it. person alive yeah. when she was alive like in her head probably heyday. also in general only second to marilyn monroe yeah. in terms of like that old hollywood yeah, totally. like oh my god right? no one could deal and with she's it. also the daughter and she's the daughter of mickey hargitay yeah yes and also jane mansfield not to be dark but like in this sort of extremely famous car accident that killed her just so gruesome yeah. and violent and yeah. terrible and mariska hargitay was in the car as a yeah. baby like yeah her story is her story, her story is awful is, yeah but yeah. anyway that's mariska hargitay she's definitely a them next call hi Lindsay, bobby uh medium time medium time walter mercado who are them crunch crunch 
Oh, timely. 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 We just talked about the Walter Mercado documentary on our Patreon, Mucho Mucho Amor, which is really good. Walter Mercado, iconic Puerto Rican astrologer slash television icon. Uh, yeah. Who were them? Yeah, this is hard, though. One, oh, hard. two, three, them. You think you, you think so? I think so. so. I think so. I knew who he was. I knew who he was. And I knew who he was. I just didn't know as much about him as I learned from that documentary, which was an amazing documentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 And his face Walter is Mercado. like iconic. Like what a, like that his is. poses. Yeah. The poses. And, even, and, and now we have proof that young people know him because of the memes and stuff. Yes. So like that's like even more evidence. That okay, Doritos cool, cool, commercial. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I sent you that. Well, did amazing. you remember that he was in the, that Doritos commercial? I didn't remember that. When you sent it to me, I, I was like, remember. I do not remember this Doritos commercial. There amazing have Doritos. been two different people we've talked about on Who Weekly that have popped up in Doritos commercials that I then Wait, find the when other I'm one? editing the podcast. Remember I sent you the Doritos? It was, it was What's Her Face? It was a model actress who was in one of the original Doritos commercials. Oh, the Doritos the 3D. Dorito. Yeah, but she caught the Dorito in her mouth. They were throwing it out. It was like Justin Long or something was like throwing the Doritos and she caught it in her mouth. And we talked about her in a we different... We did. And I already we, forgot about but her. But we didn't... We But we talked about her and we didn't even mention the Doritos commercial. No. You know what it was? We talked about Doritos 3D because I told you guys how much I love them and like how I miss them or whatever. But we didn't talk about how the iconic Doritos 3D laundromat commercial starred Ali Landry. I remember what a big <laughs> deal Ali Landry was in the 90s. Ali Landry, and like we yeah. were obsessed with Ali Landry. Now yes. I could not tell you what she does or what she did. Yeah. But we were so horny for her that we put her in this 3D Doritos commercial. She was the Doritos girl. <laughs> And she was named one of the most beautiful people in 1998. I think it was a big deal because it was a Super Bowls commercial. Remember, yeah. we cared about Super Bowl ads. She was Miss USA. She was on the e- UPN sitcom Eve, which I think was, yep, starred Eve. Starred exactly, Eve. starred Eve. Yep, starred Eve. Uh, our theme song. The Eve, the, our theme song, singer Eve. And she was in this 3D Doritos. Okay, that's how we talked. It. That's why that came up. Yeah. We were talking about 3D Doritos. Is Rocky Road ice cream a who or a them? Me indoors. Women do belong in balloons. Um, Scar yummy pop. Thanks. Rocky Road ice cream. Lindsay, can you name everything that's in Rocky Road ice cream traditionally? Yes. Chocolate is- ice cream. Mm-hmm. Marshmallow. Yep. Fudge. No fudge. Uh, a nut. Yeah, nut. Usually walnuts, a- but yeah. Walnut. Is there more? I think Isn't it's just enough? walnuts and marshmallow and chocolate ice cream, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's like, it. No, that's, that's gotta it. Gotta be no. I personally, oh, okay. I haven't had Rocky Road. I probably had. This is. Interesting. I'm not a fan so of Rocky Road. I've had I'm Rocky Road ice cream probably once in my life when I was a little kid, and I thought it was yeah, absolutely and? vile. My mom always <laughs> kept it in the house because it's her favorite ice cream. I thought it was absolutely disgusting. But that's a genius of your mom because she knows you wouldn't eat it then. Exactly. That's that was her whole strategy. And so she was like, she knew she could keep Rocky Road ice cream in the house because no one else fucking wanted it. And so I haven't had it since I was probably five years old. And I was like, this is disgusting. And I now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I think I would love Rocky Road ice cream. I kind of want to get a pint this weekend. Wait, right? that is Doesn't a huge, like, do you think because you're old and like your mom liked it so much, yeah. you think you might need to give she, another shot? You she lo- also loved pralines and cream you ice love cream. Like, s'mores. She loved, I love s'mores. You she loved um, love like s'mores. pralines, like um, pecan pralines. You know pralines, right? Very Southern Texas. I love pralines. Yes, I know about butter well, it's pecan. Just a very, it's just a very 
Pralines <gasps> are just a very Texas thing. Pralines are very specifically Texas. Is Rocky Road of them? Yeah, they're definitely I think a so. of one, ice cream two, and then three, outside them, them yeah. for sure. And I think a lot of complicated ice creams are <laughs> whose? I don't think there are many of them ice creams. Sorry, I interrupted you, but Yeah, but I think like no no, it's okay. I think it's like I think it's like mint chip and like, you know, and but mint chip really mint chip is just describes what's in the ice cream. The the names of the yeah, ice cream that yeah, you yeah. really need to talk about are the ones where it doesn't actually describe what's in the ice cream. So like butter pecan kind of counts, but not really. Yeah. Rocky Road, you're right. Rocky Road, it's a them. It it's even nothing. more impressive as a them because people know what it is. Rocky Road doesn't say the, shit about what is in Rocky Road. The other ice cream them, I think, is Cherry Garcia, which I know is specific to the Ben and Jerry brand, but I mm-hmm. do think that a lot of people mm-hmm. know what's in Cherry Garcia, like, and they know that as an ice cream that is outside. Although you can't really sell Cherry Garcia at like a roadside stand. These have to be ice creams that are at like roadside ice cream places. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. other ice creams are like Rocky Road? That they don't have the name that... Now I'm like Googling ice cream flavors. So... You don't even have internet. You can't do it. No, I don't have... I don't have internet, but I'm looking at stuff on my phone. Listen to this. This is... I did not know this. This is... I did not Uh know this. Uh Rocky Road is named Rocky Road because the Rocky Road dessert existed before Rocky Road ice cream. So Rocky Road ice cream... What's the Rocky Road dessert? Rocky Road dessert is a... I'm quoting Wikipedia. is a type of no-bake slice made up of milk chocolate and marshmallows. And... It's its own dessert. And so whenever Dryers was trying to invent other ice creams to sell for like the frozen aisle back in the day, this was one of their first uh-huh. like special flavors with like other th- ingredients that they developed. And apparently it uh-huh. says it was tough. It says it was one of the first types to mix in materials together, like for sale like this. And they said uh-huh. it was tough. And it said the style was developed by Dryers lead chemical engineer and dairy chef Noah Holiday and what an amazing title. I'm a chemical engineer slash dairy chef um, and yeah, proved difficult to dream. produce due to the nature of freezing and preserving various mixed ingredients. Over the years, after the inception of the flavor, many companies would try to imitate or mix in other ingredients, such as other nuts, fruits, or toppings, but the original combination proved to be the most popular. Sorry, aside from Neapolitan, and I'm looking through all these ice cream flavors, there really is no other ice cream flavor that has like a name that's like colloquial or colloquial, colloquial, colloquial. uh, That is like, that doesn't say what is in the ice cream itself. That would be confusing if you think about it or or I'm missing a big one. Think about like, right? No, I'm thinking about it and you're right. That's interesting. Rocky wrote a Neapolitan. The only two like proper name, vague, non-descriptive them ice cream flavors. Right. There wow. are other ice creams that I'm reading now. I'm on just the Wikipedia for ice cream flavors, which really p- just is ridiculous. There are ones that are regional. So like, mm-hmm. you know, there's one on here that's called <laughs> Moon Mist that is popular in Canada. Can you guess what is in Moon Mist? You'll Moon. never guess the three flavors in Moon Mist ice cream. Is it related to Moon Pies? Like does it have marshmallow and graham cracker in it? So it's related to Fago, which is the um, the clown oh, drink. That- the, the drink with the colors. Yeah. So Fago, if yeah. you think about flavors of Fago, which three ones would you mix? Oh, to make purple. An ice cream? It's just disgusting. Grape. You're right. Yeah, what else? Purple Fago is the iconic Fago. The, um, so grape is correct. Grape, and then the other the one blue is raspberry. Be, no, the other one would be yellow. What would oh, be yellow. A yellow li- lemon, lime or whatever. No, go oh, grocer. Orange? Go grocer. Orange? No, go grocer. Yellow. Yellow. Oh, go yellow, grocer. Yellow. Go tropical. Uh, um, 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 pi- pineapple. No, go grocer. Fuck, mango. Tropical. No, go grocer. Tropical. Fuck, tropical. Banana. Oh, banana. Banana. (laughs) Banana. Ew. And I'm not done. Bubblegum. Isn't that just. Oh, the bubblegum really ruins it. Ugh. Yeah. So there are. Yeah. So so there are plenty. And maybe the other one is Spumoni. 
Spumoni, but I again, you can't really Regional. get Spumoni at a yeah mm-hmm. or Stracciatella, but that's also like a type Regional. of that's a different type of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so really, and maybe Tutti Frutti. I have seen no, Tutti Frutti. No, Tutti Frutti. No, 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 no. Okay, no, fine. No, no. Okay, we also we Tutti Frutti is like talking. arguably not even ice cream. I do not even accept Tutti Frutti as an ice cream. No. What do you mean? Tutti Frutti is disgusting. It's, got, it's like a. Okay. It's like a. It, it's the it's the fruit cake of ice it's cream. It's for babies. <laughs> it's to shut babies up. It's to get ba- it's to get money out of parents who like the babies just see the color and that's what they want and then they ate and then they eat it and they say this is disgusting i don't even want this tutti frutti is disgusting okay. it's a marketing ploy it really truly frutti. wouldn't be a episode of who weekly if we didn't end the episode talking at length about something that fully has nothing to do with anything and that will get the most calls so please call again about ice cream let's play this last call though this is this call is brilliant i think i i loved okay. this call here we go listen okay, this is the last okay, call okay 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 Okay, my friend and I are talking about who is Zemius, and we want to know if you could rate these four men from who to them. Jack Johnson, Joe Jackson, Jake Johnson, or Joshua Jackson. All right, crunch, 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 crunch. This is fascinating to me. What a great thought hold experiment. On, hold on, hold on. Jack, we'll go from the top. We have Joe Jackson, a.k.a. Patriarch of the Jackson family, yes. Jack Johnson, aka the like the guitar player, I'm no stoned, shoes I play guitar. wearing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake Johnson of New Girl, like uh, the the Chicago guy from New Girl, mm-hmm. and Josh Jackson, who is Pacey, <laughs> who is uh uh engaged to what's this her name? Is the, this is the worst list of people. Okay, hold on. Wait, what is what is Josh Jackson's fiance's name? Jody Turner Smith's beloved is, you know, Josh Jackson. Yes, he's a new daddy. So I think I have the answer, but I want to hear what yours. Okay, is. wait. Let me. Can I? Let me order mine. Who to them? I have mine ordered. Okay, I got it. Number one, Themius, Joe Jackson. Yeah. Yep. Number two would be Josh Jackson. Mm-hmm. Number three is Jack Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number four is Jake Johnson. That's exactly my order. That is the order. There can be no debate. That is it. Also, literally looking at these names typed out, I feel like I am on drugs. <laughs> no, I, it's like it's like oh, Donald Trump says that he can do like man, woman, TV, computer, camera. <laughs> I dare you to repeat these back in order. I dare you to say these four names: Joe Jackson, Jack Johnson, Jake Johnson, Jock Josh Jackson. Oh my God. Can you like put these faces side by side and have like, this is like a poster to, to test mental acumen. I know. Say these in order, (laughs) Mr. President. (laughs) Yeah. Joe Jackson is, is high up. You can't be part of the Jackson family and not be number one though. It's true. And like, and also then you have the reason why Jake Johnson is so low is because I feel like he's not. He's very beloved, but he's not quite recognizable outside New his girl. roles. Yeah. Yeah. And the other like kind of mumblecore movies he's done. It's tough to choose between Jake Johnson and Jack Johnson. I think those two are on, on I think the line. Jack Johnson just had more impact like in our generation. That album with Maybe. the tree on the cover. <laughs> What's the album with the tree on the cover that everyone loves? I don't know. Everyone's like, Jack Johnson, take off your shoes and put them in the put your feet in the sand. Like that's my impression <laughs> yeah. of people who listen to Jack Johnson. And then Josh Jackson, I feel like is overappreciated by millennials, but otherwise not as widely he is known. 
He's overappreciated he's, by millennials. But, but millennials also, fucking stan Josh Jackson. Well, also, he, he pivoted to adult star, which is rare, you know. And he did it successfully. He did it successfully. He did a successful pivot. And uh-huh. now he's in, like, a very publicized, cute couple that gets yeah. so much press. So he's dating a Nick girl. So these are close. What I'm saying, like, Joe Jackson is ahead, but, like, the last three especially between jake johnson and josh jackson we, we it's close but we both close. put them in the same order and i think that says a lot thank you for listening to another episode of who's there um calling it you thought i was gonna do it yeah right He's calling it 619 to leave Get questions comments and concerns my job? um i don't like if you want to call about ice cream fine no no the other thing a very regional thing that i just learned of that i did not know existed until recently shout out emma our favorite vermonter have you heard of the creamy wait what's the creamy it's spelled c-r-e-e-m-e-e it's what vermonters call soft serve they the call creamies? them creamies they call them creamies <laughs> i didn't know that and i'm you know I'm, everyone in vermont is I like know. give me a maple creamy i gotta have it <laughs> maple soft serve that's what all the vermonters do okay we no more ice cream talk <laughs> okay i'm hungry and i just don't want to hear it <laughs> right um thank you for listening have a good weekend follow us on instagram and twitter support us on patreon.com weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes and we will see you next week bye bye Hi, bye, bye. Hi. I want to be famous. You're never going to play this, and I'm so high, but give me more s'mores discourse. I was once offered a s'more as, like, a snack at a formal function, and I've never been more offended in my life. Like, how dare you? Hand me a s'more while I'm wearing anything but, like, outside camping pajamas. Crunch, crunch. Hey, Bobby Lindsay. Long time, long time. And I just had to call as a childless adult and say s'mores are the best. Toasted marshmallow, best flavor of Jelly Belly. And good for Bella Thorne. Bye. Hi, so I just called and was ranting about s'mores, and I thought that I should clarify that when I said I love them with or without a fire, um, without a fire is actually pretty grim. Um, I messaged one of my friends last night telling them that I had finally hit rock bottom um, because I had made a s'more using the microwave. Um, you just pop a marshmallow in for about 10 seconds until it nearly explodes, and then fix up your s'more. I um, do not recommend it. All right. Oh, my goodness, Lindsay and Bobby. Justice for s'mores ingredients. Lindsay, that Hershey chocolate is so good. You just let it sit on your tongue and melt in your mouth. I love the ingredients separately more so than together. Um, My roommates love to make s'mores. We have a little fire pit in our backyard, and, you know, I support them going for it and making it happen. Um, But I really love all the things separately. I love making pies, so I will make, like, a key lime pie and use the graham crackers for that crust. And we will eat marshmallows straight up in our house or, hello, hot chocolate. Um, it is a friend of hot chocolate. You can use the marshmallows for that or we'll just eat the marshmallows straight up. Um, I think 
s'mores ingredients a la carte are delicious. Um, that's all. Um, just justice for s'mores ingredients. Hey, who weekly, first time, long time. I have a minor concussion, but I've been thinking about this since before I hit my head, so it's not the concussion talking. Um, Bobby, I wanted to let you know that at the start of quarantine, my wife and I found graham crackers and chocolate and marshmallows in our house. I don't know why we have those ingredients. We don't, like, camp or hang out with little kids or anything like that, um, but we made s'mores in the microwave, and they were good. I'm glad we did it. All right, Tim Tebow, lesbian, bye. Hi, Bobby Lindsay, although mostly Bobby in this case. I just wanted to say that after my recent vacation, I took home the s'mores ingredients, and I made a s'mores in the microwave, which you don't get the charred marshmallow taste that 7 billion people are fans of, but it's pretty good. It holds up. Um, you just microwave the marshmallow for, like, 20 seconds and then make your s'more that way, um, and it was pretty great, and... It really made up for the fact that I was sad that vacation was over. So that's my tip for the future. Also, they make marshmallows that are square to go in this more, which was a real game changer as well. Crunch, crunch. Women do belong in balloons. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. It's Annabelle. I'm just calling um, to discuss s'mores, obviously. My perspective on the burnt s'more, like burnt marshmallows, like where people just like light it on fire and let it be on fire for a minute and then blow it out. I don't think anybody actually likes that because I thought I liked that for a long time and I did it all the time. And I mean, all the time that I did s'mores, like once a year, probably for like maybe the 10 years that I've done s'mores. I don't know. But the fact is that that actually does not, in my opinion, that doesn't taste very good. And I, I don't think that people actually like it. I think people are just impatient because I switched over to that method after, like, I used to be the sort of person who, like, put a marshmallow on the stick and then put it, like, down by the embers, like, at the bottom of the fire so it would slowly toast. It takes absolutely forever to use that method, though. And then for, like, the center, it takes forever for the center to, like, actually get gooey in the way that you want it to. It's so much faster and so much more, like, visually satisfying to just light your marshmallow on fire and I think that's why people do it I don't I don't think people actually like the taste of burnt marshmallows because it doesn't taste good um it's just like faster and like I don't know what Bobby's method is for toasting marshmallows but if he has more patience and like actually toast them very slowly then like he yeah, that might be why he likes he feels that marshmallow like s'mores in general are underrated because they do taste better when you cook the marshmallow like that, they don't taste good. And I think the majority of the people just burn their marshmallow and then they're underwhelmed by the results because you're eating just like a burnt marshmallow s'more. It's not good. So anyway, those are my thoughts. Um, not that you asked. Uh, love you guys. Crunch, crunch. Bye. Hi, Bobby Lindsay. Just wanted to call in and say that Bobby's s'more rant is giving me life. I am also a person who adores s'mores but feels like my love of them is very childish because people are like, oh, I only want, like, half of one, and, like, they get very bored over it easily. But, like, no, I just, like, dig into it. I love it. Bobby, I'm right there with you. Thank you so much for this um, representation. Wobble, wobble. Hi. First time, last time. Fuck you. S'mores are delicious. Crunch, crunch. We got new boots, and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? 
because Why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Mm. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacovas is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. 